Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back again for back. a special episode and the first one of 2023. It's about goddamn time. We're talking about UFC. It's about damn time that I'm back in the episodes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we got Br- <laughs> Bruce here on the side joining us again. It's been a while. It's been a while. We yeah. got everything set up. It is nice and hooked up. I hope you guys all enjoy. Hope you guys have been having. Give us uh, any feedback. Fantastic week. And let's just you want to just dive in, just dive into it. Oh, we especially have to just considering the history behind this card. If you guys don't know and you're about to know, it is we're talking about Glover Teixeira versus Jamal Hill for the vacant for the vacant light heavyweight championship. Unfortunately, oh, but uh, Jamal Hill is an up and comer here. He was on what? Was he on the uh, contender series? Uh, no, he wasn't on the contender he was series. On, um, but he was he was rushed definitely. Um, he I don't think he was on the contender series, but uh, he has been having a spectacular run in the UFC. His record right now sitting at eleven and one. That one loss coming to one Paul Krieg from Scotland, and it was um it was a learning experience for him and. Thankfully, he's getting this opportunity to fight for the title. He you was guys, on a contender series. He was? Whoa. I Dana White contender that. series 21 wow. back in 2019. 2019. Okay, oh, so oh, wow. I was, so I was correct. Okay. So he wow. might be the first champ from the contender series. I think there were. Um, oh, yeah. He will be if he wins this he championship. Wins. I was thinking of the ultimate fighter. Uh, no, no. Yeah. He will be the first champion from the contender series. I do believe I got a. Another race in that horse and a, a young Bo Nickel, but that's an episode for in the future. But for this event, it is for the vacant championship. Last month we had, it was Magomed Ankalaev took on, who was it? Oh, Jan Blachowicz for the for championship. The it was a draw. It was a draw. Uh, Yuri Pahachka injured his shoulder. He vacated uh, the title. So Good last him, month though, we know? had it. He didn't hold up the division, which yeah, is great. Good for him. It's fantastic that he did that. And... Um, that fight was a draw, and now we're trying to crown the new light heavyweight champion. And this has never been done before. Not only is the light heavyweight championship vacant, also the heavyweight championship with the return of John Jones versus Cyril Gaon. Excited for that. That that's going to be a fantastic one. But to show up. The final three years, Jones is back now. Just to show God up. God damn. God damn. Just just get it done. No steroids. No picos. No pulls. But, uh, grams. Well, we'll break that down. I believe that's March 4th. But back to the main event. Glover Teixeira coming in at 33 wins, 8 losses. Chuck Liddell's protege in the making. And he's going to be proud watching this. And he's trying to get the title back at the age of 43, I want to say, 44. Which is just impressive. It really is just so impressive. Father time, man. He's, he's, like, he's like Tom Brady. Ooh. This is it for him. He's I, like Tom Brady. They're both in their mid forties. Yeah, this is Tom Brady's still doing the damn thing. I would say, argue this. This is more impressive. I would say, but hey, Tom Brady. I mean, don't tell Tom Brady that. <laughs> and Jamal Hill, uh, young buck, thirty-one years old, came from the bottom. Now he's here, and I believe for both of these guys, it is just do or die. This is going to be Glover's last opportunity of getting a championship. And Jamal Hill, at the age of 31, he's hungry, he's young. He's, he's, he's still learning. He's definitely still learning. It's, it's going to be an uphill battle for him. And we, we know the ways to win this fight. 
Glover Teixeira is going to be looking to take down Jamal Hill with his Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, one of the, if not the best, in the light heavyweight division. And Jamal Hill, a.k.a. Sweet Dreams, just falling in love with the boxing, the hands. His, his last four fights, or his last five fights, he, he went four and one. They're all TKOs. 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 He's got power. He has power. He doesn't have the frame. He, he, it's he, weird, right? He has that fridge kind of frame, you know? Fridge frame. I definitely notice when it comes to the heavy hitters, they, they never have big front size. He's a sleeper. Big He's a sl- he, get that sl- he get that sleeper body. Got that sleeper body. Yeah, him, um, Deontay Wilder. Well, Francis yeah. Nagano, I mean, he's got all the – he's got muscles on top of his muscles. But uh, let's do picks. How do, you, how do you see this fight going down between uh, Jamal Hill and Glover Um Well, if, if Glover does not submit him, I don't think he's going to knock out Jamal. Um, if he doesn't submit him by the second, I think Jamal Hill will take it in the third or fourth. Jamal Hill, third or fourth? That's your that's your prediction. That's, that's what I'm thinking by by knockout. Ooh, that's a that's a pretty bold prediction. I I'm probably gonna side with the same thing. Both opponents they know each other's strategy. Glover's gonna try to take it down. Jamal Hill is gonna try to stand it up. He's been working with Anthony Smith, who is the backup fighter for this. I don't believe he's gonna be needed, but good on good on Jamal Hill flying down to Brazil in order to weigh in as the backup fighter. Because that, that's like a 12-hour plane ride one way and then 12 hours, oh, get, get me out, get me out. But um, I think this is going to go ahead. I'm also going to go with Jamal Hill winning by, I'm going to say second or third round TKO just because every fight starts on the feet. And I just don't see uh, Glover can take him down. Could he? Yes, but his game plan is just predictable. Yep, 100% predictable. So, Jamal Hill's young. He's hungry. Glover already tasted that UFC gold already. Is he is he still hungry for it? Who knows? <sighs> it's in Who his knows? hometown, his home country. This that's, is the that's first. True. He got oh, he got home field advantage. This is the first event since COVID happened in three years. The first event back in Brazil, and it, it's going to be an interesting one. So, our final prediction: we're going to go with Jamal Hill TKO. I'm saying Unanimous. second or third. You think unanimous decision? No, like between oh, us. our predictions. Okay, yeah, unanimous decisions for predictions. So, just chalk it up to that. Jamal Hill, get it done. Be so proud for him, and just just good story. You just love these feel good stories from him. Moving down, holy hell, it's number four for the co-main. Is it four? Event. I thought it was like eight or nine. Jesus, it feels I mean, like it. Usually, I really don't want these rematches. No, this the is second a, this or third is, or fourth. This is the banger. This is the one you want. You want. This you, want one, you want to see ten fights. Yes, yes. yes. I'll watch these guys because it's a, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a coin flip. And uh, the first one, I believe, um, Brandon Moreno took it. Second one, uh, Davidson Figueredo, and then the third one was a draw. So now we have the Davidson Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno. Four for the flyweight championship, 125 pounds. Jesus. I'm excited. I, just to see people of that nature with those skill set, the, the fluidity of their punches, the speed, it's it's such a technical display of fighting that at one once upon a time, we thought this flyweight division was going to be gone, and here we are with the fourth championship fight in two years between the same people, and that just lets Can you we know. get a knockout? Am I asking for too much? Could we get a knockout? I don't think we're... I would love to see a knockout. I don't think we're going to get one. I don't think we're going to get one, but I would love to see one. 
they they're downloaded. You know, it's it's only all it's all footsies at this point, and I, they just they just download each other way too much. They have so much data on each other, and it's gonna be a trust match. Like really realistically, it can go either way here. I think Brandon Moreno still has a slightly better stand up. Slightly, yes, slightly oh, he, better. He's boxing. more slick. Dude, that, um, that liver kick finish of Kaikura France in his last fight, whoo, yeah. that was to to finish somebody with by kicking them in the liver. But that's Davidson's he's a big guy. He's he's big for his division. He on note, he did say in an interview this may be his last fight at one twenty five. He's gonna go up to one thirty five. I mean, he can. He got the frame for it. He's a he big dude. Def- he can definitely do it. And Bantamweight has sharks in there. Just goddamn killers. Sean O'Malley, Peter Yan, Aljamain Sterling, Marab Marab uh, Delishvili, uh, Henry Cejudo coming back. I don't know if he wants to be in there within that Shark Tank. He needs to worry about this fight first. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't. I don't like when fighters start speaking about future fights and future opponents. But I believe he's locked in. He's been working with Henry Cejudo on the wrestling, which showed in that third fight he was able to stuff all the Brandon Moreno's takedowns. And, and he's going to chain wrestled. He's going to have home field advantage too. Yep, Brazil. Uh, yeah. And yeah, Brazil, put it all on the line of your home country, so, man. Uh, what is your final prediction for this one? Um, hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be a scrap. I think Davison figure. I think it's it. gonna go to decision or decision. I think it's gonna go Davison by decision. Davison by decision. I think that's so. a good call. Uh, man. Only because he's. I mean, if it, if this was in Mexico, I I'd, I'd lean towards <laughs> Brandon, but. Um, home home field advantage. I'm going Davison. All right. Decision. I'm going to go with Brandon Moreno, fourth or fifth round TKO. Okay. I think he's going to be downloading uh, Davison Figueredo and all the previous fights. He's going to very much learn from his mistakes. He's hungry. He fought for the UFC. He got cut, came back, and I, I think he wants it really bad. And that really showed in that last Kyrie France fight. And I think um, he's going to go for the finish, and we're going to see it in the late fourth or fifth round. That is my bet. Well, Take all been, of my money. They've both been there before, so. And then uh, the third biggest fight on this card, which very much I believe we could say it's going to be a mismatch. I'm going Gilbert Burns yep. versus Neil Magnate. Who? How did this fight get made? In this welterweight division, considering, hey, if you guys saw Gilbert Burns in that Kamara Usman fight and in that Hamza, Hamza fight, he should have won that fight. Debatable. I had a three three leg parlay on that, and uh, I lost. You know, it, it could have gone either way. When you have fights are so close like that, but it it proves Dorino's toughness because Burns is a monster. He used to fight at one fifty five, came up to one seventy. You know, he's not had the same success he's had in 155, but I think his only win currently in there is uh, over Wonderboy, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Wonderboy. No, he fought someone else before Kamara Usman. I forgot who. Who? Uh, or no, no. No, it was he went Wonderboy, Ham, Wonderboy, Kamara Usman, Hamzat, and now Neil Magny. So he needs a W here. Neil Magny, while he, he is no slouch, 27 and 10. Good side note, he has more wins than GSP. He has the more, most wins in the welterweight 
history out of any fighter. He's big too. He's what six two. Yeah, about six two. Six really two. long and lengthy. Burns, but much shorter and stocky. He's five eight. Um, Neil Magny does have a reach advantage, nine inches. Nine. Well, really. Yes. Nine. Seventy one and eighty. Um, Seventy one and eighty. If Burns loses this, this, that's not that's not a good luck. It's not good. I, I don't think he will though. Nah, I believe he'll his, take it in the second. Second round. I think so. I think early second. I'm gonna say submission as well. Second round. While he doesn't have the reach advantage and he's much shorter, Gilbert Burns being the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu specialist, I think he's gonna take him down in that second round, and then he's gonna submit him. And those short limbs are going to help him because he's gonna be able to just generate. Just so much more power than Neil Magna being that uh, he's lanky. all lengthy st- uh, type. So uh, Neil so- Neil just needs to keep him out with his length, but uh, Gilbert, so it's a pit bull. Um, also, home field advantage. Yeah, uh, home field advantage. Wow, yeah, you're right. They they know what they're doing when it comes to so, card. Yeah. All Brazil. All Brazil. And those are the, the biggest fights on this card. Uh, one fight of note that I want to shout out to is the legend himself. Mauricio Shogun. Show him some love. Uh, he's taken on a guy by Ihor Pateria. He's 19-3. and three. Oh, wow. That, they gave him not an easy match for his retirement fight. Uh, and hey, his home hey listen. Listen. Home field. Uh, Shogun. I got Shogun. I, I, yeah. I, I just have to lead, lean towards Shogun. Flying knee. The, the 10 seconds days. in. Flying knee? 10 seconds in. Uh, Qu- quote me on it. A man can dream. A man can dream. I'm dreaming. Oh God, yeah, Shogun. Just it'd be it a done. good. It'd be a good way to exit, though. Yes. Oh yeah. Who does not love Mauricio Shogun? Who, hundred uh, percent, just since the Pride days, like the when they allowed soccer kicks to the head, just yep. And they came to the UFC, beat the best of the best, became the light heavyweight champion, lost it to the goat, and being John Jones. So no shame in that. Has just great wins and. It's it's about that time. While he's not very old, well, he's 41. he's forty one. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, Eeyore is twenty six. Oh God, he's twenty six years old. They did not give him a layup for his retirement fight. Uh, not at all. Jesus, Shogun, we're all rooting for you over here in Chicago. Uh, just I, I'm not too much data on this on his opponent. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. So, but nineteen and three. I believe his first, um, one of his losses was like his first two. So like his first ever professional fight and his second one was his losses. So I'm saying he's basically 19 and one. Mm-hmm. But leaning towards Shogun, uh, winning your home country, put your hat in the ring, take off the gloves. We're all excited to see it. And that is the last fight on the prelims. Prelims starting at 7 p.m. Central Time. Make sure you guys tune in, and we will be doing the breakdown show, the review on it. I'm going to say a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Make sure you guys tune in. We'll be having more content. Don't be shy. We will see you guys next. Don't be shy. Peace.